All righty, welcome back to the program. Daniel Garb coming up very shortly. Before that, I played sub-district cricket from 1968 to 2020. When I got married in 1973, I informed my wife that Saturday afternoons were sacrosanct and they were for cricket, football and racing. Somehow, I got away with it and we're still married. Sadly, my teammates all dropped off as they got married over the years. That's from John. I think the key date there, John, is 1973. But anyway, that might be just me. Daniel Garb, I know, I know. I wouldn't be playing cricket on a Saturday afternoon with three or four kids running around. He's on the line. G'day, Garby. Hello, mate. I used to in my uh, younger days in university and so on. You know, if I can get out on the golf course on a Saturday, that's a, that's a pleasure. But no, the cricketing days are long gone. Yeah, I'm a little bit the same as you too, Garby. All right, let's talk about this football. Before we get to the EPL and the A-League and the sale of uh, Perth glory, Nestor Irankunda, we have marvelled at some of the goals that he scored in the A-League. It's no surprise that clubs come uh, looking for him. Bayern Munich is a huge club in the grand scheme of things. I just wanted to know, if this deal does go ahead, and you might have some further update on that, how well does Adelaide United do out of this? They'll profit enormously. I mean, the, the fee being spoken about is around £3 million. I mean, that would absolutely obliterate the Australian transfer record. That would be a major windfall for Adelaide United. That could turn into a you know, two-, three-year profit range for them. I mean, that's it's, wow. it's massive. So yep. they'll gain hugely out of that. They lose a big talent, but they know that's inevitable anyway. I mean, Bayern Munich has been knocking on the door of Adelaide United for Iren Kunda for a good 12 months now. We thought that deal would be done at the end of last season and Iren Kunda would be loaned back. Hasn't happened yet. Still think if he does go to Bayern that he'll be loaned back, such as his youth. Still not even 18. Um, yeah. But it's obviously a monumental deal. A shame in a sense when it does happen or when he does leave Australia um, that we won't see him here. It's, it's the big draw card at the moment, I find, in the A-League is young talent coming through. You know, outside yep. of getting your megastar marquees like the Del Pieros and so on, it's young Aussie talent. That moves the needle and starts to attract eyeballs and fans through the gate uh, more than anything. The problem is they don't stay very long if they're very talented, as we've seen yeah. with Geordie Boss last season at, at Melbourne City, who's going to be a, you know, a decade-long socceroo at least. He's already gone to Belgium after a massive campaign, and that's natural. We understand why that happens. It happened with our golden generation, Master Duca, and so many others as well. Um, but it's a shame because at the moment, yeah, you, you want to turn on an Adelaide game to watch Kieran Kunda in full flight and go to Hindmar Stadium if you live in Adelaide to watch him in the flesh. But the deal to Bayern is, I think, inevitable. Um, but hopefully they loan him back for a season or so. He's got some growing up to do. Massive talent, um, but still, I think, uh, a little raw mentally. Still, it's just a kid. Um, so maybe they'll allow him to develop a little bit more in, uh, in Adelaide, but what an asset uh, Bayern are acquiring because he has all the tools to be just about the biggest name in Australian men's football within uh, a couple of years. So just confirming, he has committed, Aaron Kunda, to the Socceroos in the future? Yeah, he has. He was in a camp recently. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's made his full debut yet in a full international. So you can come on in a friendly, uh, but that doesn't count. It has to be a game for uh, World Cup qualifying or Asian Cup qualifying points or in a, a tournament, um, that will happen. He's committed to Australia. And, uh, yeah, I think we can start imagining life uh, with uh, Nestor and Kunda either on the wing or at the point of the attack in the national team moving forward. And that's very exciting.
Yeah. All right. Well, let's stay with the A-League. Sydney FC made the change and everyone went, ooh, did they get that right? They've just won the Australia Cup. Ufuk Talley comes in and everyone's like, meh. 5-1's pretty emphatic, Gabby. Yeah, it was a great start, wasn't it? I mean, I think they were just crying out for a new voice. And I think yeah. conversations with Ufuk Talley had been going on for some time. A lot of people thought Steve Corica might part ways with the club at the end of last season. And they rallied hard at the end of the campaign, won that final against the Wanderers, win the Australia Cup, and you think, wow, Steve Corrick is out of the woods here, and everything's good. But the, the start of the season was disastrous for them. You can't lose three straight on the bounce in the manner that they did, and uh, not expect to change. When Steve Corrick had been there for a while, missed the finals two seasons ago, and then had an underwhelming campaign last season, it felt like they needed a fresh approach, and clearly there were conversations had with the Fuktolai for, for a period of time, because he was announced the next day, and He's an experienced coach. He understands Sydney. He's played there. He's been an assistant yeah. there. He did really well at Wellington. He was A-League coach of the year in 2020. So, uh, yeah, I think the players will enjoy that. There might be a little bit of a, a managerial bounce-back syndrome that happened last week, and then maybe they can plateau out of touch. But uh, I think they've got a, a squad to be certainly a final side. And Ufuk uh, is very experienced trying to galvanise them in that direction. We spoke to the Newcastle Jets CEO, Shane Matiski, a couple of weeks ago. Cordamenta are helping them uh, when they are, they're up for sale at the moment. So too with Perth Glory. What's happened with the deal with Melbourne property tycoon Robert Breege? Preconditions weren't met. What's gone on with that? What preconditions are they talking about, Daniel? I'm not sure of the exact specifics, but it's very disappointing. And clearly the, the financial plan just didn't stack up. Now, right. I'm not sure if there was a, a convoluted ploy here to to buy the club without putting forward enormous amount of capital and maybe that was the the plan that was in place and they just said you've got to have a a, at least a base capital fee in order to buy the club um otherwise this is not going to work um you know it's very uh hypothetical everything if um if that's not the case and and my understanding is perhaps there wasn't quite a a large enough capital fee to, to put down initially and right. uh, as a result, the deal's fallen over, which is hugely disappointing. I mean, I, I don't understand how you can announce these things and then they fall over like this. I understand your business, it happens a lot, but that's not in the public spotlight as much. Uh, maybe yeah. in some businesses, but sporting clubs, you know, there are people who got really enthused by this. The Perth Glory means a hell of a lot to people out West. It's a, it had a, a massive era at the end of the 90s, early 2000s, and, and fans are still yeah. hoping for the glory days to return. They've happened in fits and bursts in the A-League era, but not consistently. They haven't had a clean, sustained run. And this is just another sign of that for the glory. So they go back to the drawing board and we're stuck with the situation in the A-League where two of the clubs are without yeah. owners right now, the glory and the Newcastle Jets. And the Jets have been in this predicament for over two years. Yeah, yeah, not ideal. Daniel, we've got to fly, mate, unfortunately. Uh, thank you very much, as always. Outstanding. Thanks, Jimmy. Cheers, mate. Daniel Garb, respected football expert there. We'll take a break and then we're back to wrap up this hour.